0: Hey beautiful selfish babe, it is your girl Olenika Osi here, and in today's Selfish Talk Podcast, we are talking with Miss Fallon Jones on going from trust issues to cultivating this sermon. Now, I first heard about Fallon Jones when I was on Instagram and I saw one of her videos and she just like gave it to you raw. I love the way she speaks. I love the motivation she gives. And I love the truth and honesty behind her words because she will say it even if you don't like it, but it's something you need to hear. So if you are not following Miss Fallon Jones on Instagram, you can follow her on Instagram at I am Fallon Jones. That is I A M. P-H-A-L-A-N-J-O-N-E-S. Not only are we talking about going from trust issues to cultivating discernment, we're also going to talk about how those trust issues started. We're going to talk about her experience with growing up with a brother that is addicted to drugs. And we're also going to be talking about how she learned to not value relationships, motherhood, and how she regained her self-love. Let's get into it. Hey, beautiful selfish fam it is your girl gay oc back with another selfish talk and i'm super excited to bring on miss fallon jones Hi. i've seen a lot of her instagram videos and i just really love the way that she talks i love the truth that she speaks from her mouth and i love the fact that it is super 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 freaking relatable as you guys know i curse a lot I don't mind curse words. I just like when somebody brings the truth raw and real because sometimes, like medicine, that's how we have to take it. And I think Miss Fallon Jones does a wonderful job of that. <laughs> Say hello, Miss Fallon. Thank you. Hi,
1: hi, hi. How are you guys?
0: <laughs> now, Miss Fallon, how would you want to introduce yourself to the selfish babe listening? Well.
1: So- Babes. Actually, first of all, I want to say I love your platform and I love the app, okay? I love the Selfish mm-hmm. Age app, the, the, the base app. I love it. Mm-hmm. And secondly, I just want to let everybody know I am Fallon Jones, the unaccredited coach. Um, I want you guys to see my videos and understand that I'm not perfect and look at my videos and understand that this is growth in the making. Everything I talk about doesn't mean that I necessarily even do it all the time. So, you know, I am Cannon
0: Jones. <laughs> I think our personal development changes over time. The things that we learn, mm-hmm. we may take and adapt them into our lives over time. And so I like when you said that, like at this particular moment in time, this is what I'm doing. But this don't mean I'm gonna be doing it maybe a year from now, or maybe a year from now, I'm doing something different. And I may right. talk on that, where I may have brought something to the table. In 2015, but now I'm bringing this to the table in 2017 because some things have changed. That's a good thing that you said. Mm -hmm. Now, when I usually bring on a beautiful, selfish babe to be a guest on the Selfish Talk podcast, I usually want them to talk about a traumatic experience or perceived obstacle that they have gone through in their lives, just to Mm -hmm. kind of show that we've all been through something, you know, and we're all still moving through some things, but that doesn't mean we have to stop you know, we can still keep on going. We can still see success. We can still do the things that we want to do with our lives. And so I really want to bring on Ms. Fallon Jones so she can talk about some things that she's gone through in her life and just kind of shed a little light to you all. So Ms. Fallon Jones, what did you want to talk about today?
1: Um. Well, first I wanted to start off by talking about my brother. And I think what I'm talking about is not actually, you know, traumatic things. I think it's more so the things that Developed within me as these things happen, like I was telling her earlier before we actually started filming the podcast um I developed detachment issues or attachment issues per se, and not so much of being attached to people, but I wouldn't let people attach or connect to me, so it was easy for me, no matter how long I might have known you or said I was in love with you to drop you at the drop of a dime because of that issue. But um, I'm going to talk about my brother growing up. You know, I was born with my brother. He was the only sibling that I had. It was me and him for like five or six years. So I was spoiled. I was a baby girl, the baby granddaughter, everything. And it was always just us. Um, We grew up in California, Los Angeles, and we moved to Texas when I was in middle school. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when he moved here he actually his mom is from Oakland so when he moved with us my mom had him on the straight and narrow you know Gray's good and all of these different things but he kept getting in trouble so him and my dad got into a big argument and he ended up leaving threatening to go back to his mom so he went to his mom's do house know and he, what somebody- age he be- he left huh do you know what age he left he was probably 17 18 at the time because I was 14 15 so he's 17 18 Mm -hmm. and um somebody put some angel dust in his weed and Mm -hmm. he smoked it and the first time they took him to some mental hospital and I never heard from him again and he came back to visit in Texas and he was kind of just like staring off at the wall and I was talking to him and he wasn't really engaging you know it wasn't the same person so Mm -hmm. over time you know after that my parents got a divorce and Um, I had four younger siblings that I would watch after, you know, my mom had to work once they got divorced, so I was making sure people was bathed, homework was done, my mom was calling from the hospital at a certain time, like, is everybody done, and if not, I was in trouble, that was my ass, you know, so that was put on my back, and it started to change me, I started to make me feel like I'm grown, you know what I mean, just I had me a little attitude, You couldn't say nothing to me, and... Um, I started to, you know, change the environment I was around, the people I was around. Some of them I had been around for a long time, but since my attitude was already bad, it was just like, anything you said to me, I was ready to say something back to you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was very defensive. I got into a lot of fights. I mean, I could (laughs) have been in jail so many times. People tried to get my license plate for me driving away. Just crazy shit. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? That I shouldn't have been doing, had no business doing.
0: But- did you Again. feel that um, you were doing that, I mean, apart from being the person that kind of like taking the lead role in the household mm-hmm. and you feel like you're grown, um, is there any other reason that you felt that, that like, doing these things, did, did, did doing those things make you feel any type of way? Like, fighting or, you know, talking back, did they make you, did you get some type of satisfaction?
1: Actually, at the time I did. At the time I got satisfaction out of being able to do what I wanted to do. You know what I mean? Like, um, it was really anger. You know, I I learned that later on. It was really anger because nobody ever addressed my brother leaving with me. Nobody ever said, hey, he's not coming back or, you know, how you feeling about him being gone? Are you good? You know what I mean? Nobody, I never talked about that. It was just like, he disappeared. And again, before he left, it was literally me and him every day. Most women either, you know, you have a lot of, I, I know a lot of women who have sisters or aunts. Or even their own mothers, you know, who put on makeup, or they, you know, teach them how to dress or do whatever. Like, no, it was me and my brother. I used to put on basketball shorts and a t-shirt. Like, you, my mom used to hate it. She used to be like, Damn, <laughs> "Oh my God, you just you won't put on a dress." But I'm like, I don't want to put that on. Yeah. I don't want this. And she, I mean, we feuded for a long time. So we, um, so it, it was really me and him being best friends. You know what I mean? So that yeah. anger from not addressing it not talking about it feeling like I took so much on and not saying anything yeah it just it showed in my actions you know what I mean again I was in a lot of fights I
0: was just doing shit I had no business doing
1: yeah so
0: even sorry to interrupt you I was going to say so with your brother leaving and nobody really addressing it they just told him to go and they knew that you guys were best friends do you feel kind of feel like that was your way of mourning the relationship I know it was anger but it was just like I know your brother was still alive, but it was like he wasn't in your life as active as he used to be. You know what I'm trying to say? Him being right. that. and
1: he never called. He never called. He could have picked up the phone and called mm-hmm. in some sort. Because for a little while, I felt like that. Well, up until I got to the point where I realized what mental health and mental illness is, mm-hmm. I kind of looked at it differently. But at that point, a lot of the anger was stemming from, you didn't call me. You know I'm your sister. Yeah. You know I'm here. I need you. I need you at these times like I'm I'm now I'm starting to uh, everything that you've been telling me my whole life about boys now I'm getting a boyfriend now and you know all of this different stuff and I can't talk to you about it yeah. so it hurt you know what I mean it hurt and it was like it just it changed me you know what I'm saying it kind of changed me from being like oh open and bubbly and this little happy little girl and it went to anger you know what yeah. I mean I was angry and I didn't even know I was angry but if you talk to anybody that know me, anybody around me around that time, I was just very, very, like, defensive. You couldn't say nothing to me. Yeah. Anything. So I think that, you know, those feelings of nobody ever addressing it did have some type of effect on me.
0: Oh, you talked about not being able to attach to people easily or basically, you know, it doesn't matter how long you know somebody It's almost like they didn't really know you because if you, for example, if you guys broke up or fell out, it's like you could drop them easily. Did that happen after your brother moved? Yeah,
1: that attitude, you know, that like, even with friends, like, before then, it would before, like, being, having best friends, when I had my brother around, it was like, oh, yes, this is my best friend. And, you know, it kind of made me not value relationships from romantic to friendships to. At the time, I told you, me and my mom were kind of falling out, so I didn't really value relationships, you know, with people. I didn't really see the value because of that. You
0: know so what it I mean? I kinda, like, me, myself, and I, and that's it. Like, that's right after that,
1: my parents got
0: divorced.
1: Mm. So, my parents were together my whole life, up until you 15. Yeah. That's, that's, you know what I'm saying? At that age, you like, damn. You know, you damn near grown, and your parents get divorced, it's a big difference. Yeah. And so, you know, I acted like it. I didn't care. I was like, oh, sh- I get two everything, two houses, two, and then I know I can sneak around them, so I can probably manipulate them some kind of way to get what I want. So I acted like that was it. But mm. really, it was a lot more bottling up because a lot more started to happen between my parents. And me being the oldest, I was the one that was seeing everything that's going on, and I'm really seeing all the small details that aren't so good to discuss you know the shit that's ugly yeah so seeing all of that and even my dad cheating and women coming to my mama front door you yeah. know i remember sitting at the top of the stairs like all right if this bitch say anything wrong to my mama <laughs> you know what i mean and at this time i'm what fourteen, fifteen, but i'm looking at all of this you know yeah and, um seeing my mama hurt seeing my mama crying seeing her sad and and you know she just start changing so it just it kind of made me shy away from any type of value towards relationships.
0: Did you ever tell yourself or talk to yourself and be like, mm, fuck these relationships. I got me by myself. Like, was there ever a point in your mind that that came to your mind? Like, this is how I'm going to do it. Like, I'm cool with people, but I'm not going to really fuck with them, fuck with them like that. Like, they don't really need to know me, know me. You know Right. What
1: I'm yeah, of course. And I, it was, shit, probably from... My senior year after I had probably was getting into all that stuff and fights and just extra drama with females and just other shit that I realized like, wait a minute, some shit just ain't right. Like realizing when I had friends that was talking about me behind my back and saying shit to people and people on people coming back and telling me and me being like, wait a minute, it's only certain things that I told certain people so I know if you said it or not you know stuff like that and me just seeing and I would be like okay so I started watching and seeing and these are relationships that you know I really really valued or be like oh my god they're so gung-ho for these friendships and so gung-ho it started it was like wait a minute what
0: how did that feel though you know it's just like when you are gung-ho and you're like damn you really did value them but then somebody comes to you and be like oh, I heard this, or somebody told me this and this, and you knew who it was or who it could have been in your French, like, or How did it feel to hear that or to know that?
1: At first, I think it hurts, but over time, it's just like, whatever. You know, once you start realizing, my dad told me, one thing about my dad is, my dad told me a long time ago, he would always say this, there is no such thing as friends. You know, you got family, mm-hmm. but it's going to be maybe three maybe three people in your lifetime that you really call true genuine friends. And he was telling me this for a long time. When you fourteen, fifteen and you got twenty seven friends, you're not trying <laughs> to hear you're gonna have three. You like whatever, you tripping, like, okay, whatever daddy, you just you just lame. That's what's wrong with you. Mm-hmm. So, you know, at that age, that's what you think. But no, you just realize that it's not you know, I've I've spoke with a lot of people who I would consider successful both financially and spiritually. And one thing that i noticed and that a common denominator with all those people is that they didn't start with a lot, they didn't end with a lot of people that they started with. They didn't
0: c- yeah. complete
1: or finish their journey with a lot of people that they started with. So yeah. once that becomes clear to you, you're not going to make excuses for why you should hold on to somebody because you see that if it was genuine, if it was real, it would be a line, right? You would be feeling like, you know, but mm-hmm. that sizzle in your spirit for a minute.
0: <laughs> <laughs> i like that <laughs> so you the one you'll be like if you feel that way then you you're more so to say then yeah you should move on or you let them go like don't hold on to mm-hmm. people when you don't feel right in your spirit about them even right. if you guys have been friends, friends right
1: but see there's also a downside to that i don't want to make it look like oh i just you know cut people off because yeah. sometimes you'll cut off good relationships yeah be for whatever reason you know it might be something that you did because for a long time it was hard for me to look at myself in the mirror. And I feel like yeah. I was right about everything. I feel like my feelings were just that, yeah. you know, but actually trying to ch- pick and choose which, which relationships are worth it. That's where you have to make sure you draw the line because you don't want to make sure that you're not just being a selfish person. So it's, you know, pros and cons to being able to, you know, just disconnect from people like that, but you have to learn that you have to value relationships. You need, you know, those people around you. And sometimes you have to sacrifice in order to be able to have relationships with other people for their feelings too.
0: Yeah. When did you notice or come to terms with that? Like, I kind of do need to buy relationships because at one point you were like, you didn't really value them as much. So when did you come into yourself and be like, well, maybe I need to look at me and maybe relationships kind of do matter. Like, when did you have that? Actually
1: i say my son was first because I got to realize that I always want, I just want a good relationship with him. I want him to be like, let me call my mama and see, because I know she gonna know, or I know my mama going to give me a real. Yeah. But actually, I got into a relationship with somebody who I actually value enough to challenge the things that he was saying. So yeah. when I started listening to some of the things that he's saying, I'm like,
0: hmm. nah,
1: whatever. I would've. And I fought it for a long time. Yeah when I started listening to it and realizing that there were other people that might've said those things that I might've been doing too, then it's like, okay, you know what? Now, as I do it, I don't feel bad in in that present time of checking myself like, okay, you know what? You're right. Or not doing it at all, because I know what it is I'm doing.
0: Mm -hmm. Would you be able to elaborate on some of those examples? Ooh. (laughs) I'll give one example. Yeah. Let me see. Um, let me
1: think. Like, if you tell me every time you talk to me, if you say family, every time I talk to you, you cut me off, for example. You know, this is not, I don't, I don't think I had a problem cutting people off, but I'm just using an example. So if you say family, every time you talk to me, you cut me off, you never let me talk me like, no, I'm not. Like, you finished what you were talking about. But you're like, no, family, I'm telling you. And I'm like, okay, all right. Well, I thought you was done. So, okay. But, and I make an excuse for whatever, whatever it is I might've done. Instead of actually saying, okay, well, wait a minute. I might have cut you off. I apologize. So the next time that you're talking, I'm just more consciously aware that, okay, let me let you finish. And then I'm not just going to do it just to listen to you for you to shut up. Actually listening to what you're saying to be able to comprehend and move forward. That's what, you know, something like that. (laughs) Okay,
0: And so with that person, I guess, what was it about? that person that makes me <laughs> like I do value relationships because it seems like you guys had or have you know a really great relationship mm-hmm. and then he taught you a lot of things and so was he able to break down your wall or something you know what I'm trying to say because it seemed like before it kind of seemed like you may have had a wall up because you girl couldn't... he did it girl he <laughs> got me he got me
1: girl he broke he, he got me <laughs> <laughs> Yes, he definitely did. But I think it was because he was like me in yeah. a lot of the ways. So him being very relatable yeah, made it easy to do that. You know what I mean? And, you know, that was, that was really it. Just him being kind of relatable to what I had going on and the example that he kind of set and things that he did and how he did them, it kind of made me be like, okay, well, maybe I can listen. Yeah,
0: I like that. And so then when other people came into your life, for you, it was more easier to um, connect with them or want to connect with them, and, you know? No.
1: I still, right now, mm-hmm. I kind of go off of my energy. I kind of go off of, you know, how I feel.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: because to this day, there's still people that I know I'm going to come across that are not going to be for me. Yeah. So I'm still not going to just be like, ah. But yeah. I'm going to be open. I'm be myself. But yeah. if you rub me wrong or if I'm sensing some bad or negative energy, I'm not really going to give it too much time.
0: <laughs> I get that, and so when you because i want to do I want to talk about your son, but I also want want you to hit on that because you said sensing that energy, and before we recorded, we were talking about intuition. And we're right about tapping into that and so for me when you talk about sensing that energy that is also tapping into your intuition so how do you feel that you how do you feel that you were able to tap into your intuition or kind of dive deep into that to be able to have discernment you know discernment about people or being things
1: by myself mm. being by myself because i have been after in relationship after relationship after like it was like not a lot but i'll be in like i have been in uh, my high school sweetheart from ninth to, you know, 12th grade, maybe freshman year for a minute. Then from college all the way to I was 21 or 20. And then, well, for having my son from 19 to 20. And then, you know, a relationship. So actually after that relationship, being able to be by myself yeah, for a while and kind of just reflect and having to be with, by, with myself every day. Not waking up next to somebody, but literally waking up, on my own and yeah. think about what it is I need to do what's next when you wake up in the morning normally when you get up when you if you live by yourself when you're by by yourself when you wake up the thoughts that you have yeah. what it is you're thinking about yeah. you know what I'm saying stay healthy what are you doing what are your actions in the moment what are you about to do how am I gonna do it what is going on you know my environment how am I looking at it am I waking up happy yeah. so over time and I was actually just telling somebody this as it's not easy for me to get over things but over time or the way that you do get over things or the way that you do start to tap into yourself is by being by yourself because mm-hmm. as time goes on you being used to being with somebody else or used to whatever projections that might be coming your way from being mm-hmm. around people or being with somebody mm-hmm. might change
0: mm-hmm. and
1: it gets old so as time goes on you start to fall in love with yourself you start to do the things that you like to do you start mm-hmm. to think about who you are and what it is you want mm-hmm. and It's easier to be attached to that energy and control your energy when you're by yourself because you can decide what you want in and what you want out. You don't have to wake up every day and worry about somebody else or worry about what somebody else is thinking. or somebody else is
0: happy or somebody
1: else is this, you're just being focused and thinking about yourself.
0: Yeah. So instead of stepping outside of yourself to serve somebody else, you're stepping within yourself to serve yourself. And and I like that you pointed out being alone because I think being alone is definitely... One of those things. One of those things we need to value as women, having and enjoying our solitude. And so, even if you are in a relationship, I I always recommend meditation. For me, I know meditation may not be for everybody, but those 10, 15 minutes of quiet time to myself, mm-hmm. that silence, that yeah. silence teaches so much. It teaches a lot. And so, I'm glad that you talked about that. And in terms of being by yourself and having that solitude to connect with your intuition mm-hmm. and being able to learn discernment. Yes. And so with you, I want to have a personal example. Like if you met somebody and for you, when your spirit talks to you, or your intuition talks to you, or I like to say soul self talks to you. Do you get that feeling? Like you mentioned, like, "Mm, this person don't feel right. Or I don't know if this person is for me. Like you just, do you feel something immediately in your spirit?
1: Sometimes just depending on the situation that I walk into or if I'm around people, you know, it just, it just depends. And it is things that people say. Yeah. You know, you have to watch things people say and how they say things. um Even watching people's body language and, you know, how they do things. But it's not even like an immediate, like, no, this yeah. person is bad. Yeah. It's more so, I'm trying to think of an example. Yeah. if you walk into a room crowded full of people and you're smiling and everybody's just like, down, you can feel that it's down. You're going to be like, what? You know what I'm saying? You're going to start looking around. But if you walk into that same room and everybody's like, oh, okay, you feel like, oh, okay, you feel it. So Mm -hmm. that kind of different connection. That's kind of how I go off of it. And Mm -hmm. then just, you know, sometimes people have bad days. So it could be any situation where it's not necessarily bad energy, but it's just not, the right moment
0: for you right now. Yeah, I get that. And now I want to talk about you having your son. And um, you mentioned that you had him early at 19. How did having your son, I guess, bring you back to yourself? Because usually I have to say, we talked about your brother and the connection that you guys had and how that is um, bittersweet at the moment. But how did that, as well as, you know, you running your household, you know, and being kind of like the person over all your siblings – Bring you back to yourself, or connect you back to self love. And you mentioned your son, and it seems like your son really brought you back to yourself. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. How was that experience?
1: Oh, I think there is nothing like giving birth. For one, yeah, that's just you know good and bad. Mm-hmm. You know, it's good and because it was. It's first of all, it's painful. let yeah. Nobody lie to you. That shit hurts. Okay, that shit. That, it's a pain that you can't describe. So. Um, but it's beautiful though and it's just taught me a lot about myself like I don't even think my platform would be what it was if it wasn't for my son yeah. and I tell people that all the time because I wouldn't have started going down that rabbit hole of what is in that vaccine yeah. or why is it why are they putting this on the TV or what is this about the TV yeah. that is making him addicted to this show you know what I mean, yeah. I mean I'm trying to figure out why for his world, for the better for him. And so me doing that started to just make me open up about myself and made me start to be real about what it was I was doing
0: Yeah,
1: and it, it just changed me. I started driving differently. Yeah. I mean, I start driving like somebody's grandma, and I still do now because <laughs> of him. Not, you know, slow, slow, but I'm not speeding like I used to. Like before I had my son, I had a radio blasting, my window's down, I'm speeding down the highway. I may or may not have a seatbelt on, yeah. but after I had him, it, everything started to change.
0: Yeah. And um, now that you have your son, how do you take that time for yourself? Now,
1: if I, well, most of the time, if I need to do something or if I have something to do or if I just feel like, okay, wait, I need to take a breather, I can call his dad and his dad will figure out what it is we need to do. But for the people who may not have that support system, who may have children or a child, you know, you have to find, you have to be creative and find different ways. Like, I will put my son in the tub. And in the bathtub, he has, you know, boats and cars and all kinds of toys that he can play with that's going to keep him interested. He will stay in there for an hour sometimes. I mean, he was like, no, mommy, no, just 10 more minutes, 10 more minutes. And he'll say that five times. So (laughs) he like, I let him play and, you know, do whatever and I'll go in the room or go in my living room, or go wherever it is I need to go. If it's a show I want to watch, or if I need to write, if I need to meditate for that 15 minutes, like you said, if I just want to eat my food without him trying to eat what it is I have. yeah, Like, all of that. You know, you have to be creative about finding ways. You know, find people that you really interested in. Even, you know, friends that you could ask to keep them. Yeah. Where you make sure you just bathe them and get them together before they go over there, pack a nice little bag, get them nice and full, take them over there to sleep. So you don't have to worry about you worrying about if you need to call every five or 10 minutes, you know, make sure someone you entrust in, but it's very important that you find that time for yourself and not get lost in being a mom, you know, being a mom is everything. I'm a mother first before anything, but the things that I do, me being happy is what's going to make my son happy. And your child is not going to be happy if you around the house moping all day, their energy is not going to constantly be on 100 and they're going to pick up some of those habits in the midst unconsciously just like we did from some of our parents and some of the things that they did and you just have to be aware of that so take time for yourself for sure schedule it and make sure you get that done because I think it's important yeah.
0: I definitely think it's important, too. There was this post I made some time ago, but I was like, you're more than. Like, you're more than a mother. You're more than a sister. And I kind of went on with all the titles that we have as women. At the end of the day, I said, you're still you. Like, you still have these things that you want to do, these needs that you have as well. So it's very important that we still think about ourselves as us, apart from all the titles. You know, what is it that we desire? What is it that we want in our lives? So I'm glad that you said that. And I wanted to ask you a question, and I want you mm-hmm. to fill in the blank when I ask you this question, okay? Okay. So, the first thing that comes to mind when I say this: sometimes self love is whatever comes to mind. Sometimes self love is it's hurtful. Hmm, hurtful, and that's an interesting one. Why?
1: Because I, I think, you know, it's easy to say self-love is this bubble of nice, wonderful things, but the shit that becomes real is when you look in the mirror and say, no, I need to do this. Yeah. And that shit hurts. When you got to change yourself for something you've been doing for years or a habit you might have, like, if even if it's a smoking habit or if it's a, a, a habit of, you know, you I don't know anything, a money habit that you have, We're going to spend money, going to shop, mm-hmm. going to do anything. That you might be feeling that void with when you look yourself in the mirror and say no, it could be men, the type of type of men that you're attracting into your life, the things that you know they're doing to you, and how you've been feeling consistently over and over. It could be anything, but when you have to look yourself in the mirror and you have to say, "This is this," that shit don't feel good. It feels it's it's a little hurtful. It's real, but it hurts. Yeah. <laughs> so Absolutely. that's why I say hurtful.
0: I like that. Yeah, that's definitely a different answer. I do like it though because you got to face your own truth and you got to be yes. Honest. And, and it's that, not
1: always nice sometimes yeah because
0: that <laughs> hurts your pride <laughs> yeah. but you know if you do move forward in doing what you know you need to do then it's gonna help you at the end of the day so.
1: mm-hmm. right and that's why self-love too we can't leave that out yes
0: now miss Pylon, is there anything else that you want to say to our Selfish Babe audience before I let you go um
1: yeah I just want to say keep your head up drink water mind your business um focus <laughs> on what pays you works. yes um yep. focus on what pays you get more yoni's things it's not the birth control ladies because that's i'm noticing these fibroids on the rise stop birth control um you know stop engaging with men who are wasting your time i get a lot of messages from a lot of women who want my opinion on certain relationships and it's just like If you know it's toxic, just leave, you know, and be happy. Wake up, and the first thing you need to do is smile. Smile and be happy. That's it. That's my message.
0: (laughs) Thank you so much, Miss Jones, and thank you to the Selfish Babe listening. I'm definitely going to tag all her information below so you guys can follow her on Instagram as well as see some of her videos in the Babe Motivation section because, really, when I say that, her mouth is just (laughs) truth like truth that will literally ooh, help your soul like, that's what i feel like it's an explosion of truth to your soul like that's mm-hmm. the, like, what her her voice and her words and what they do to your spirit so you have to watch one of her videos if not on babe motivation on instagram i'm going to tap all her information below
1: thank Thank you so much
0: I appreciate you for having me hey beautiful thank you for listening to today's episode of the Selfish Babe Selfish Talk podcast if you feel like this episode has helped you in any way and you think that it could be impactful to a girl or a woman that you know definitely send this episode to her also make sure to download our Selfish Babe app to receive self-love inspirational messages throughout your day found in the Google Play Store and the Apple App Store you can also head over to our website selfishbabe.com to join the community find out about our self-love academy and to shop our apparel you can follow at selfish babes with an s on instagram or you can also follow me on instagram at olenny i affirm that you have an amazing day i will connect with you on the next episode and i love you New advertisement alert, the Selfish Babe Selfish Talk podcast is now accepting podcast sponsorships, so if you have a business or maybe a service or something that you want the world to know, that you want all the Selfish Babes in the world to know about, and you want to advertise on our podcast, you can now do that by going to SelfishBabe.com and clicking advertise with us.